Are we? We're, we're diving in here. It's it's Todd and Gabe back from the uh, back from uh, hiatus, if you will. The old white roof radio guys here on the Motoring File podcast now. Yeah, and this is the second. This is the second episode of the Motoring File podcast. So it only feels right to have, to have you involved in this. I appreciate it, and and we're actually recording this on National Cocktail Day. I don't know if you know that, Gabe. Uh, I didn't. I yeah. did not. And had I known, I would have actually had a cocktail. That yes. that makes sense to me. I mean, when I think of March 24th, I, I do think of cocktails. So Which, It's weird because on, on the old show, I used to drink gin and tonics when I did the show. And now I'm moved over to the brown liquor. So I'm uh, having a, a, uh-huh. a Stranahan's Old Fashioned. And I actually jammed a uh, uh, Luxardo cherry down in there for, for fun. There you go. I think jammed is the correct verb anytime yeah. you're dealing with the cherry and the brown. The brown. It, it, it is on a nice cocktail stick, but, you know, hey, what can I say? Yeah. No, that's that's living well. It's living well. Yeah. But so, yeah, so this we, show, this show is a long time coming because you and I have talked about this stuff a lot, you know, off off show, off off record. Yeah, we've been talking about it. And and what we're talking about is the new mini infotainment system. And I. I want to say new. It's been around since 2015 in the with the navigation minis with nav, mm-hmm. and now it's trickled down to most new minis. Uh, well, all new minis are coming with a touch mm-hmm. screen display, but if you opt for at least the, I think it's a thousand dollars. If you have the small screen in a mini, and it's a hard mm-hmm. top, it's a hard top. The small screen, you for thousand dollars, you can get mm-hmm. navigation and CarPlay. Now, if you have a clubman or a countryman, the small screen gets it automatically by default. So mm-hmm. you pretty much need to just get the signature package on a countryman, for example. Mm-hmm. And I know this because my uh, my in laws are at the end of their lease and they're looking for a new one. And so I, I took them a 21 countryman today with a signature pack and it's got the full 8.8 and that's the signature trim, if you will, is the middle mm-hmm. classic, mm-hmm. Is the, the low one signatures, middle and iconic is the upper end pack. So anyway, the, the signature package has the full eight inch, 8.8 inch display, at least in this car it did carplay compatible. It's absolutely gorgeous. So, so Mini's been talking lately about they've really pushed and, and Gabe, there was uh, an article on Motoring File what, uh, earlier this week about mm-hmm. the new operating system. I'm using air quotes. So, right. so tell us about what the what they're saying about the new operating well, system. It, yeah, the new operating. So, so to back up for just a split second. So, to your point, the 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 current system, 2017 to the, we'll say 2020, uh, was was more or less the same. There there was some tweaks. the The main screen has been tweaked almost every year, slightly. Yeah. Um, the other main tweak, which we'll get to in a little bit later, is the addition of widescreen carplay in 2020 minis most of them or or we should say full screen because previously if you had car full screen widescreen yeah yeah it was only two-thirds of the screen and then mini bmw had reserved like this right third for useless space in my opinion well it wasn't many it wasn't many in bmw that did that it was it was actually it's 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 a it's a bit of a long story but when mini did all the testing and and basically engineering for carplay way back when they did it apple did not do widescreen carplay and this is i mean you know you have to understand they're they're doing this stuff like two two plus years ahead right so anything that was released in 2019 was actually engineered in 1617 right so so that's part of the issue so they engineered it because that's all apple had and then lo and behold apple like you know 18 months later is like uh you know here's widescreen carplay if you need it and you know he's like this is great we'll get it in 2020 and so um and so that was a big change in the 20 and i think and todd correct me if i'm wrong here i'm, I'm losing track at this point but 2020 it, it's, minutes no, it's, was when it started is well, that the, right no full screen carplay started on the 21 model year which uh, Here's the other confusing oh, thing. Oh yeah, it did. You're right because my my countryman I have right now is a 21, and Correct. it's the first one that had widescreen. I did my 2020 Clubman did not. You're right. Correct because the 21 model year countryman came out mid 2020 is what's confusing. Mm-hmm. 
you know, mm-hmm. and now here we are in March of 2021 and the 2022s are about to hit the market. So just to blow your mind even more, <laughs> if you're shopping for minis, you're like, what the hell are they? What? A 22? Yeah. So, it's, so yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, so let's back up. So I, I guess I'm what I'm what I'm kind of yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of laying the foundation here for right. where we're, we're about to go. Right. Mini has a new quote unquote operating system now. Uh, BMW calls it an iDrive. Mini has called it iDrive in the past. They've actually now used the term operating system, which I think is, is actually more appropriate um, in terms of what it is. You know, it's the OS of the car. And I, I think the the thing that we're missing here is like we want to I want to call it like Mini OS 2, Mini OS 6. What we right. something like so you're starting to understand right. what this is because the confusion we're having, you and I right now, and we know this shit, the confusion we're having is because we're just losing track of the versions. There are versions for this thing. Right. Um, and he's just not exposing that really. So so what they've done is they have refined the overall user experience and in some cases re sort of rethought some big parts of it. The functionality of this thing more or less hasn't changed. There's a couple new features, and Todd, we can talk about those in a second. But the the presentation layer, the the UI of the thing, uh, and the design around that has changed. And one of the critical changes is the addition of what they're calling widgets, which, in a sense, many is 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 kind of leveraging some concepts around the apps we have on our smartphones and how we interact with them in a very simple way. And so rather than having a single app, quote unquote, on screen at one time and flipping back and forth from app to app to app or going to the home screen and then back to another app, you can have multiple things on your screen at once, allowing you to change the radio, watch, you know, like look at your nav. And and I'm looking at a photo right now, very oddly, also check the date. <laughs> so right. lots of things you can do simultaneously now and and the difference now from what it was i have a 2019 currently with the full nav package and right now the way my operating system if you will the the previous generation operating system works is let's say i use carplay all the time and i'm listening to music that's on my screen Mm -hmm. but then you've got a really thin little dock if you will on the Mm -hmm. left and you can choose to go anywhere from there like you can you can go to the main home screen while your music is playing and it'll then basically it i i I term it like an ipad if you're familiar with apple Mm -hmm. ipads you can while you're doing something you go to the home you choose another app and dive into it and it's multifunction like your music's still playing Mm -hmm. in the background or you can jump to a phone call or you know whatever else another another app if you want to and that's the kind of navigation bar well now what they've kind of rethought is let's put multiple things on the screen and you just kind of swipe and go to what you want and it's the same functionality it's maybe just a little prettier now um Mm -hmm. You know, it might be easier to access because it's not so tiny because the little dock on Mm -hmm. the side like I've got now is pretty small. It's it's not hard to use by any stretch and it's still very intuitive. So I think what you and I were talking about earlier was the fact that this does exactly the same thing it did before. There aren't any real new features. It's just prettier and a different way to move around. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. So and I yeah. think the biggest thing, like you said, and, and we're going to backtrack a little bit now, is the full screen aspect of of CarPlay. And this is strictly for iOS people, because right now Android is not Android Auto is still not supported on either. We'll, 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 yeah, we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. <laughs> but, any, but anyway, just to it say is this coming. Is, it is actually in new BMWs. But that yeah, that's we'll talk about. We'll talk about Android Auto yeah. in, a, in a minute. For those so, folks who are listening for so, that. So for the big point, I think the, the biggest thing for people uh, before, who you've, if you've had previous generations of CarPlay, which in the Mini has been available, and off the top of my head, I want to say 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're right. I th- then that's when they had to, because CarPlay in the Mini is wireless. You don't have to plug your phone into a USB like you do in a Volkswagen or a Chevrolet or a Kia that also have CarPlay. They require you to plug it in. They're mm-hmm. starting to trickle out into some things like Audi and VW, I think, are on the mm-hmm. verge of being wireless. 
But anyway, some of them. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and just to back up for a second, the reason why is it requires a very well it requires Wi-Fi right. uh, as a connection. But it, it, it obviously requires a fair amount of, of, of sort of pre-planning. And BMW and Mini were late to the game. For, for CarPlay, but the rationale was they wanted to wait for wireless because they wanted to make it a, a, as seamless an experience as possible. So anyway, yeah, let's go back to like 2017, and I'm pretty sure off the top of my head, because I had a 2016 John Cooper Works, but I didn't have the nav package, um, and so I didn't have a touch screen, touch screen or any of that, so I didn't have the hardware that would enable CarPlay. So if you've got an older F56 generation Mini, so I'm saying 2014, 15, or 16, that you know, even if you have nav, you're not going to get CarPlay. It's it's not going to be possible in one of those cars. But mm-hmm. I believe starting in 2017, if you had navigation, you would be able to upgrade to Car. You know, if you had CarPlay compatible compatibility. Um, here's the thing: I'm going to blow everybody's mind because Mini doesn't aff- officially support this. My 2019, I've enabled full screen CarPlay, and it's a bit of a hack but not really so here's the whole story i was having issues my bluetooth my phone was dropping sometimes in a call it would just kick the bluetooth mm-hmm. off and i was having mm-hmm. issues and i still had the original software were, that, and to back up were you on carplay were you using carplay while you're on the phone i was yes i was, yes. I was using carplay I, and so it uses a i've experienced the same the same issue in my 2020 right by the way and so to, to really think about how this works is previously your phone would connect to the car via bluetooth okay mm-hmm. which is a one bandwidth well now when it connects to car play it uses both bluetooth and wi-fi so your phone is still connected via bluetooth for the bluetooth aspects but for music and other data it goes through wi-fi so mm-hmm. it's from a <laughs> like the the developer aspect to kind of think about it but anyway i was having issues with it dropping and so i i looked up and thought you know what can i find anything is this an issue and some guys in europe were having issues and they said go to the dealer and have them upgrade the software my software was the original software that came with my car my car was built i want to say october of 18 mm-hmm. um so well, because i i yeah i think it was like september october 18 anyway had the original software so i went in about a month maybe a month and a half ago and mm-hmm. said please upgrade my software. I think they've fixed this issue that I'm having. They're like, sure, no problem. You're still under warranty. It's no charge. You're having an issue. We'll fix it. So they upgraded Uh my software and I I found some forums online that talked about enabling full screen CarPlay. And they said, it's really simple if you have this app called Bimmer Code, which I do. Which... Which which I do as well, and is is uh, I, I've never written about it on on Motoring File, but I, I will say it is invaluable, pretty damn awesome. <laughs> it is pretty damn awesome. It is I mean, absolutely I, incredible. And and yeah. what, what it's not cheap? Yeah, it's not ahead. free. No, it's, uh, it's but. It's about 30 bucks for, mm-hmm. for Bimmer code. And then you unlock the expert mode, you know, they pay the extra mm-hmm. price. So and, I don't know. And then you have to buy a little, uh, OBD2 Bluetooth dongle, which is, you know, another 30 what, bucks. bucks or something. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I got, not, I, it's not terrible, but yeah, I just got a new one. And I recommend if you're, if you're interested in doing this, go to Bimmer code and just get one of the ones they recommend. They have like three or four and just pick the first one. You can get it on Amazon. Amazon. It's like 30 bucks. Uh, it's perfect mm-hmm. because it, it supports. They're like, hey, all of these features are supported with this. So if you if you're interested in it, go get the Bimmer Code app, download it at the iOS store, pay for the money, you know, pay the money for it. You can do tons of stuff with this app. But anyway, once they upgraded my software, I fired up the the Bimmer Code app. And you go to the expert mode, and all you got to do is search for for uh, CarPlay, and you uh-huh. just type in C A R P L, and it comes up the options you uh-huh. can choose, and it says, and it's in German too, so you got to know a little bit of German. <laughs> you got to be able to, yeah, right. use, use your use your, your strength in consonants. But CarPlay is CarPlay in German and English, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. you're good there. And, and all you it got is, widescreen, right? You right. That out. And so all you do is it's a checkbox for enable or disable, and it's disabled yeah. by default. 
and all I had to do was check the box to enable it full screen and then it writes the code everything reboots boom I've got full screen CarPlay yeah. in my 2019 yeah. which many says is not possible and and, and so and, and people are like well throwing their hands up right now we're thinking like well why is many th- say it's not possible oh they must want you to upgrade your car this that and the other you know the reality is many is a, is a, is a, is you know owned by BMW BMW is a very conservative company when it comes to this stuff if they didn't test full screen carplay on that car with that processor uh, they won't they won't allow it to run they they will look at that and say it's untested we don't want a bad consumer experience we're not going to allow it you know just keep it real simple and move on um doesn't mean it doesn't work no not necessarily in fact you know todd in your case it absolutely does work yeah yeah Uh, could they have enabled it yeah sure could they have tested it yeah they they could have thrown a couple people on it for a couple weeks and 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 proved that out they didn't and and here we are um yeah i think a company like many has to kind of figure out what battles they want to fight and and when where they want to proceed and i think upgrading a 2000 19 cars not the battle they want to fight um so i think i think it's i think it's it's a it's a great solve todd and and you know i for one am a big fan of that that app i mean i've done all sorts of weird things with my cars i've I, i'm a fan of uh turning the sound effects uh switching them onto the rolls royce version <laughs> of sound effects yeah. for instance you can even have uh, the startup screen from like an m if you will yep yeah, you can do all sorts of weird stuff, and I yeah. So, I think I think it's I think it's really cool that that's out there, and and, and that's the right, in my opinion, it's the right solve. Uh, if Mini's not going to do it, might as well allow it. Um, in a perfect world, Mini would test this in a simple way and offer it as a simple. Yeah, I mean, even if even paying twenty bucks or whatever, I'm sure people would be totally down with that. But regardless. Right. That's right. a big win. And I, I will I will echo what you're you're saying about widescreen carplay. When I got my twenty one, I turned it on and it was a it was it was an epiphany. I mean it was it was it was so much different. Um I had experience in BMWs previously, but with minis with the screen being so small, it, it's even more important. Right, right. And so uh, this is the biggest thing and let me say the caveat and I'm I'm considering doing an, a write up for motoring file on how to do this. Uh, do it at your own caution if you will because you can mess up the ecu if you don't do this properly like you have to put your phone into airplane mode before you do it because if you got a phone call or a text or anything while you're programming the car it could totally bork the ecu Can can i tell you a funny story sure I've never done that, and I've been on calls during this. Oh, really? Oh, you're living on the edge, man. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Right, I'll, have to, I'll have to make sure I do that in the future. Yeah, because well, I, I was yeah. told this by uh, a friend on the West Coast somewhere. I'm not going to say who, mm-hmm. but they had they were doing a program for somebody and got like a text message in the middle of it and fried the ECU. Now, you just took it back to the dealer and they reflashed it. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It didn't like wasn't a really expensive fix, but when you fry the <laughs> internal, you know, you've got no dash. It's not good. Not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. Well, and it's interesting too when you think about these cars are so complex mechanically, but they're they're increasingly complex from a digital perspective. Um, my countrymen, for instance, I had an issue in the snow recently where the stability control didn't initialize quick. In fact, that's an issue I've had with this car. It won't initialize uh, the second, the split second I turn the car on and start moving. And I'll and I'll turn the car on and move. And oftentimes um, I may <laughs> I may lose a little traction as I'm heading out of the driveway. Uh, I won't say why and and it won't have the the essentially dsc hasn't initialized at that point and i'll get a fault it'll say drivetrain malfunction right and uh it'll say mine is a little bit more around stability or stabilization okay Okay. but similar and and so i will uh i got a, a fault to the point where the electronic steering essentially could not figure out a sensor was tripped and it went into sort of a limp mode what was fascinating about that and this is somewhat of a side topic but somewhat related is i thought you know what i'm gonna do i'm not gonna call mini pr i'm gonna 
do what anybody would do, which is I'm going to call ask Minnie, and I'm just going to tell them what's going on and tell and ask what I should do. Within 30 minutes, I had a mini engineer from Woodcliffe Lake, New Jersey. Like we're talking about mini HQ right. in the United States. Call me and actually walk me through the secret reset yeah. of the system which was essentially a series of like turning the wheel this way, that way, and you flipping a couple of switches and it reset the vehicle and it worked fine. And, um, it was, I mean, a, it was an amazing customer service. I mean, I could not believe that again, I didn't explain to anyone that I own motor file. We didn't talk about right, that. Right. Uh, it was just straight up great customer service. And it really, to me, it underscored like, man, these cars are complex. I mean, the amount of, the amount of systems and the amount of things that have to work in concert with each other is off the charts compared to even an R56. And I think people forget that. Well, they, they do. And a lot of times I'll get somebody who shoots me a message and like, oh, I threw a code. My car tells me this. And a lot of time, a lot of times in the F56 is that drivetrain malfunction. And I tell people to relax. It's a very sensitive system, especially in the wintertime. I've had it go off driving up my driveway. Like my I park the car and I, I my driveway's on a little bit of a slope. It's not terribly steep, but it is. And so if it's parked there for a little bit on the slope mm-hmm. and it was really cold, I get in the car and I start it up and I move it. Instantly it gives me drivetrain malfunction. And it's something about the cold weather and whatever. But as soon as you shut the car off and start it back up again, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And it is it happened to it happened to my wife the other day where she gets in and she calls me instantly. I'm like, what's the matter? And she goes, your car says drivetrain malfunction. I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's cold. Don't worry about it. When you turn it off and turn it back on, it'll be fine. She's like, okay. So she just keeps driving. And sure enough, you turn the car off and back on and it goes away. And if that happens, if it goes away, you're fine. But if it persists, definitely call your dealer and see them about it. But I just want to tell people, don't freak out if that happens mm-hmm. instantly. Drive to some place like a parking lot or whatever turn the car off wait a couple minutes turn it back on chances are it's going to go away but if it doesn't yeah yeah go ahead and call your dealer and it it goes away it doesn't go away immediately it goes away after you drive and after the sensors sort of like yeah figure out what's going on yeah so i think i think one of the things that's key here so we're talking about widescreen car play and and how to enable it in 2019 maybe even 2020 um but getting back to what what this new this new system is i mean you know i think the thing that a lot of people look at and don't really understand is that it's it's not just a new it's a new ui and functionality is generally the same but it's also a new processor so this is an entirely essentially kind of a new package a new technology package for many it doesn't really seem like it would be but it is and so what that means is is it's got more processing power to do different animations different transitions so if you look at the video motor valve for instance you'll see some of that and and it's and it's a nice it's a nice system it looks it, it looks fantastic it's it's more legible than before i think it's a little bit more modern looking as well the only thing that drives me absolutely nuts is the bizarre pattern that they've introduced the physical pattern of light around the actual screen. Right. Not to talk about, I actually think the LCI generally is fantastic. I love the new 22s. That thing I don't, I don't get, I would do everything I could to retrofit the previous version because it's so much cleaner and simpler. Um, but otherwise I think they did a really, really good job just generally speaking within, within the actual design of the thing. Um, but I do want to get to a few questions because there's been a, a lot of questions Certainly. as you can imagine on, on all the modern file channels. Um, I think that there's one that is, Above all, above all else that I've heard, uh, and, and also keep in mind that I mentioned this in the comments. Every comment on every social channel or the website can be answered if you read the first three paragraphs of the article. <laughs> RTFM, just the first people. three. RTFM. Just the first three. It's a long. It's a long article. You don't need to even read it. Just the first three. That is it. Uh, but as a public service. Todd, you and I will answer these questions right, because shoot. I think it's it's important for people to uh, you know to feel that satisfaction. Okay, shoot. So here here's a here's my favorite from from uh, somebody named Photo Aztec. How can we download the update? Is it available for 2017? I hope. <laughs> the answer is you cannot. It is not, sadly. 
another one. Uh, in Enrikoma, good graphic navigator is frozen since R series. Don't know what he's saying necessarily, but I think I think he's trying to say the R series had a better system. And I and Todd, I don't know about you, but I'm here to say it did not. Oh no, absolutely not. No, <laughs> I was, mean, there may have been a thing you liked about it, but it certainly wasn't the actual system. <laughs> well, and and I don't know how many times you know you get into one of those older cars, and what's the first thing you do? You reach up to maybe touch the screen to do something, and you're like, "What the? Mm-hmm. Nothing's mm-hmm. happening." Because they didn't have touch screens until uh, I want to say 2017. They started to get them in clans yeah. and countries. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so that's that's the most intuitive thing about that so no it's not retrofittable um this new operating system like even my 2019 i'm not going to be able to upgrade to this software it's just completely different now that being said let me say the function you're not losing any functionality like there's nothing other than prettiness if you will (laughs) um that you're you're not missing out on anything everything there's exactly the same yeah and i think that's true generally speaking for the things you care about there's some coupling of systems that's nice about this there's some sort of like little revisions they've made um the new app is is supposed to work in concert with this really well. I do want to get to that in a second as well. Um, okay, a couple more questions. Uh, I mean, there's 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 lots of like, wow, this is great. I wish I had it. Um, for uh, you know, okay, I have a mini SE 2021 pre facelift. Is the update possible? Again, I'll say no. I know it sucks. I have a 21 as well. It, it's just not possible because it is a different, entirely different system, different chip, etc. Let's see. Does does it have full full screen CarPlay? Yes, it does. Yes. Minis have since twenty one. And when is the mobile app coming for the U.S.? This is one I've heard a lot. So the mobile app actually has been released in Europe, and I think a couple other countries around the world. The United States oddly is not going to see this thing launch in uh in the apple app store until i believe around mid-year is what i've heard um android should be around the same time as well which is fine because the app the the connected app is what we're talking about right it's it's the app that that interfaces from your phone to the the car itself it's kind of weird because you don't really need it but you do and and before in the previous generation, you would physically have to launch the app on your phone to get it connect to the, you know, to connect to the car. Now, mm-hmm. if you if I choose many connected on the screen of my car, it launches it on my phone for me. It doesn't even ask mm-hmm. me to, to it says, oh, you've got to launch this. No, it just does yeah. it for you. So which is a little disconcerting because not only does it launch the mini connected app, it launches every other app you've got loaded. Oh, my so God. It it's launches so Microsoft Music. It, it, I mean, it launches Amazon Everything. Music. It launches Spotify. I mean, all of the things. It's bizarre. It's, and it's bizarre. You go, oh, I want to quit, 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 quit. Yeah. Supposedly that's being fixed. Um, <laughs> that one sucks. So a couple more. Uh, climate control via app. Is it only available for the electric version or is it for all? Um, that's actually supposedly for all, uh, for portions of it. Um I haven't seen that. I know I've used that on BMWs in the past, and it does work. Which means and, you and control the of, climate through the through the dash, like the the screen itself, right? You can do climate changes. You, no, you change it on your phone. Oh yeah, so you actually can sort of pre, if you will, precondition your car. Well, um, you the engine's not the on, e. so you can't turn the heat on necessarily. The electric version, I think you can. Right, you can uh, in the E because in the video that right. you that you posted along with this, it talks about it, it checks the battery level while it's chart while your mm-hmm. car is charging. Um, the video says you can set the climate to be what you want when you get in the car. Just mm-hmm. like, I'm going to get in. I'm going to leave in 10 minutes. I'd like it to be comfortable. And so if it's hot out, it turns the air conditioning on mm-hmm. because it's electric. It doesn't need to start a car. It doesn't, doesn't need the engine. Running. Yeah. But it only works on the electric like that and anything where you need to run the car. Now you mm-hmm. can kind of, there is a function that's been part of many since geez, I want to say 2015, like the F series completely. And that's the, the conditioning. Like when you get out of the car, it'll 
maybe let the air keep running to get the you know cool air out of there it's a i i don't even know what it's called um off the top of my head but it's a check box you can check that you either want it or don't that kind of blows a little bit of air it's it's silly it's silliness it's nothing uh-huh. it's nothing like being able to precondition your car now the app now and you could have done this you can use the mini connected app to unlock your car from anywhere or check to see whether it's locked or unlocked which i think is a great feature so let's Wait, say so can you do that now because yeah, i don't yeah you I, could, I cannot you figure can, out how to do that you can do it now and you have to enable this feature so you have to basically authorize the app to your car you know the mini connected app but you do it it's one time you get in the car it says hey want to make sure this is your car yes it's registered and it's you know they give you that code that's make sure they match blah 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 and then once you do that let's say hey i got out of my car i I went into the store whatever i'm at work at the office crap did i remember to lock it well you just fire Mm -hmm. up the app and it tells you whether your car is locked or unlocked it'll also tell you whether the windows are up or down it it tells you that Mm. and that's possibly i clearly need to I, yeah, I've never seen that before on the current state. I, I mean, I haven't, I guess I'll have to dig into that because I mean, that's my one critique is I, I all I want to do is just double check. I have, I locked my car, right? Like that, right. That's, that's the critical sort of functionality I'm looking for within the app. Maybe location. It, well, yeah. no, not really. I don't need location. I, I need fuel, fuel level. And, and, and is it locked? But, but you could do, um, the cool thing is, and you can lock the car, you can ventilate. So mm-hmm. actually you can, I can say ventilate now it says improve the climate in right. the vehicle i can do that in my 2019 or i can schedule ventilation i can locate mm. the vehicle i can lock and unlock i can turn the lights on i can make the lights flash from my phone remotely wherever it is i can also make the mm-hmm. horn honk it does like a it does like a three mm-hmm. honk like honk 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 so it's if you don't have an alarm on your car and you're in a parking lot or whatever and you're like i forgot where i parked I've never done that, but you know, I've seen people who do. I have. Oh, I have. You just fire up the app. And if it's someplace you go frequently, I can get that. You're like, oh, did I park? Oh, wait, that was last time. You can just hit that and it'll honk your horn or flash your lights if you want to be more subtle about it. And you can do that now through the mini connected app. It's a very, very cool feature. Um, And does it tell me about my windows? It used to tell me uh, doors and windows. It says my all doors are unlocked right now because my car's in the garage. All windows are closed. My trunk is closed. My hood is closed. So those are things Mm -hmm. that your app will tell you now. And it'll also tell you if there's any faults. So it tells me my tire pressure is fine. My engine oil is Mm -hmm. fine. Any required. I I do not have any of that on, on, on this thing. I mean, I've got it. Yeah. Nothing on your connected app. Yeah. Oh, you need to just either update the app or connect it to your car. It's not connected to your no, car. No, I'm connected. I, I can see it. I can see my fuel, my fuel level, last location, mileage, all that wow. stuff. None of the stuff you're talking about. Oh, under info, under when you do vehicle, the bottom left, you hit mm-hmm. vehicle mm-hmm. and then yeah. you hit info. Uh, where would I find info? It's right on the <laughs> main. It's right on the main screen. It says remote. Yeah, I don't have it. Oh, well, maybe you need to update the app. No, I mean I just. Oh, I just I just was looking at this thing. Regardless, um, it's a cool. It's a cool. Those are things you can do now if you want. If you right, don't right, have the right, mini right. connected app, get it. It works with not just nav. I think it'll work with uh, any of this cars with a screen, if you will. Right. Yeah, I definitely do not have that on my 21 JCW Countryman. So that's interesting. That's really interesting because this is on my 19. John Cooper works hard top. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I'll have to I'll have to check that out. But um, a couple more questions because we've got some some fun ones and then and then uh, we'll talk about Android for a second. Sure. Um, the software in my 2020 loaner was a downgrade for my 17 version. Here's to hoping this is an upgrade. That's from JL Cove. Um, JL, I think you're mistaken. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you had the smaller screen. I don't know what happened, but the 2020 is definitely an improvement over the 17, just generally speaking. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. And that's the thing that's, that's been nice is like, there are small tweaks every year and they've done a fairly good job with that. Uh, so the next question, I think this is one that, that it's a good segue into this last topic, um, from B Swinsky. So much development costs when all we need is Android auto. So I think, and, and I'm not, I, I have an iPhone, um, well, I have a, and, a, and an Android, but, uh, Android's currently dead in a drawer, but the <laughs> point, point being, I, I understand the concept behind what, what, uh, what B is saying, um, you know, there is something really, really nice about that tight integration of either Android Auto or, or CarPlay. No question about it. Um, CarPlay from a from a user perspective, from an owner perspective, and I, I can't remember the exact number, but it's the percentage of of many owners, especially in the United States, that own iPhones versus Android devices is dramatic. Like it's it's three like off the charts. Three to and one. Three to one. It's it, it's like eighty some percent. Yeah. So. So I understand why Mini has focused on CarPlay initially. I, I get it, um, and I know it's probably frustrating for folks who are like super, you know, big fans of Android. It is coming. So uh, it took BMW a while too. I mean, BMW launched CarPlay in uh, sixteen, I believe. Uh, they just launched Android Auto in twenty one. So yeah. It is coming, I suspect, and I don't know this, but I do suspect that we'll see it next year. I'm just guessing based on what BMW has done. And and I and I presume it'll work similarly to uh, to CarPlay as my as my guess. Well, um the irony yeah, Gabe is, the irony is is that the mini uses the same software and it's the same underlying hardware and software is that BMW is using and they're just different well, interfaces. Yeah, it is. And it isn't. I mean, having talked to, to, to some of the folks who put these cars together, every single car has a different processor. Um, yeah. it's, it's a, it's the same family processor, but they're, they're different in that like every year or sort of every program, as they say, is a different expenditure. And so that means that, you know, you're out there finding the right chips at the right price at the right volume to do the right things. And so every few years, they're always different. Um, it, it's, it it shouldn't be that hard. I mean, it really shouldn't. But when you think about the complexity of these cars uh, and all the moving pieces and all the models and everything else, like I do understand. Um, all that said, like it 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 should be possible. It will be possible. And I know it's frustrating. I think for me, CarPlay. I hated it. In fact, you can read my early review of CarPlay. I thought it was beta software until last yeah. year. Until fourteen, I think I was fourteen. Yeah. Um, I, I really did think it was beta software. I didn't want to use it. In fact, I uninstalled it. And in, in, in fact, as late as last year, uh, last spring before iOS 14 came out, I was done with it. Once iOS 14 hit, there's enough, there's enough evolution and iteration that it finally became usable for me. And I'm at the point now where I, I rely on it. And I, you know, there's certain things that annoy me like satellite, like Sirius radio, Sirius XM radio, um, through, I don't know why, but through CarPlay is buggy as hell. I don't, particularly like to use it. Um, there's certain things like that, but you cannot argue with ways, you know, well, ways trip for instance, or you know what I mean? Like there's certain things that are, or obviously like if you're an Apple music or if you're uh, you know, like having some of that integration in your car, Spotify, it's just awesome. Well, and I'm going to, here's the secret about it that nobody talks about is your car play also connects to your home kit devices. So for example, if you have a garage door opener, that is a home kit device that is Siri enabled. When you drive into your driveway and mine does this, it comes up on your screen, your garage door, your home kit device. And all you have to do to open your garage door is touch the screen and it is brilliant and it is genius. But I will tell you this, it is hard. You have to almost be programming level, like competent to get it to work. But once it does, it's glorious. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a separate podcast, but I know it's funny you say that because I have, I have a, a, you know, Chamberlain or Liftmaster or whatever it is. Right. Uh, Same thing. Same thing. I haven't, I literally haven't taken the time to, to integrate the car. It's a pain um, in the, because I know, yeah, I know, I know what I have to do and I just don't want to do it. So. I know it takes, you're going to have to take mean. like three hours to make sure yep. it works. And then you try it and you go in and you reset it and you try it. It's funny. The installing that thing was easier than right. programming my, my garage door. Right. 
uh, and probably 10 times easier than, than actually programming the thing. But anyway, anyway, um, I do think, I do think it's interesting though, like how, how CarPlay has sort of changed my perception of, of that experience. But that said, people are like, Oh, I don't even want anything on the screen. I just want my phone there. And and I hear that, but you know, the reality is, I mean, there's, there's something to be said about Mini's maps and Mini's system itself. And in a lot of ways, I, I, and there's certain elements I really prefer when, especially when I get to, um, some of the larger screens and the BMWs, that's where like BMW is able to take advantage of that screen and that experience way better than Apple because Apple's making these things or Android's making these experiences for every type of screen. Right. I think Mini's screen being a little smaller, it's a little bit simpler, uh, to sort of have a great experience. Um, but I'm a fan these days for sure. And I think what they're, what Mini's trying to do is they're trying to differentiate, you know, from an experience perspective because they can't outplay CarPlay. Right? Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> they can't do, you know what I mean? They can't out CarPlay, CarPlay. Um, so they're trying to create an experience that, you know, is decidedly different. And, you know, I haven't used it yet. So it could be the best thing ever. It could be absolutely you know, horrendous. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. And and let me say also, if you're an Apple person and you have, um, an Apple news plus, uh, subscription, a really cool feature built into CarPlay is it will read you the news stories. So it goes and has the, you know, like the popular news stories and they're read kind of NPR style. They're, they're basically, you know, moderated and they're produced kind of news stories. And it's a, I think it's well worth it. Um, I took, I had the trial for Apple news plus and then after the three month trial was over, I went and started paying for it because I love that feature to be able to just to choose something mm-hmm. and go, I want to listen to what I want to listen to. These are great news stories. They're well produced. So that's just my plug for, you know, Apple news plus. Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. I actually have it as well. And I, I really enjoy it. And I think just in general, like if you're, whether you're Android, you're, you're Apple, I think, um, and I can only speak to Apple, but the, the, the integration like podcasts, for instance, you know, the music integration, to your point, like the, the, the news integration, like it, it does start to create a different type of experience in your car. Um, especially in the United States where we're in our cars all the time, we're putting lots of miles in these cars. You know, I'm about to take a road trip out to, out to Denver and I'm going to be driving for a long time. And, right. Right. And you know, podcasts and ways, and these are all things that were not possible until very recently in my mini. Well, and let's touch on the the last final thing here that was touted in this. That's not a new feature. And that's the integration of Alexa. And that's something BMW did. Gosh, I want to say four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a long time ago. They introduced it at CES in the BMW and it, it mm-hmm. hit mini almost the same time. And it's, I still have yet to get it to enable or activate um, because I don't have any Alexa devices in my house. I don't, use Amazon Alexa, but a lot of people do and they're comfortable with it and that works. Well, you can enable that in your mini also, but for me as an Apple guy, you have to completely disable CarPlay and Siri because the car only wants to be able to use one digital assistant at a time. So Mm. you have to choose Alexa. So if you're in that, you know, realm, you can do it. Then touch the the voice button on your steering wheel. You hold it down, a long pause. It enables Alexa. Or you can just say, hey, Alexa, and it'll recognize over the car. Like right now in my car, if I say, if I summon the Siri device, I'm not going to say it because mm-hmm. I'll, have, I'll have three devices answer me right now. <laughs> if you summon the Siri in your car, it will answer mm-hmm. over over your car and do what you want it to do. Like if I say, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, Hey, so-and-so play eighties rock music. It'll do it. It'll mm-hmm. play, it'll go to Apple music and it'll start playing eighties rock songs for me. So it's really cool. And Alexa does the same thing if you're in that world. And I want to mm-hmm. say that goes back to 26. If you've got navigation, even if you don't have navigation, if you have a screen in your car, like my 2016 had it as a possibility. You could add Amazon Alexa to, to my 2016 John Cooper works. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. It was part of, it's part of the mini connected app. So you have to go through mini connected and set it up and link it to your mm-hmm. Amazon account. But then your car functions as you talk through the, 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 uh, car phone microphone, of course, 
and it summons mm-hmm. Alexa to do what you want. So then a lot of people have, you know, home items attached to Alexa so they could, you know, maybe turn the lights on as they get home or different things like that from your car. So if you're one of those people, you're not left out. So don't think we're just it's just Apple stuff. Alexa is integrated into the mini connected app. You can set it up and have it do just about anything. There are like thousands of things you can make it do. So that's just, mm-hmm. you know, it, it we don't have Android Auto yet, but you got to Alexa. So, yeah, and I'm glad you said that because I, I honestly have never really understood the the use case for Alexa. But again, I don't either. I don't uh, have any of the devices uh, in my house, so I don't <laughs> I don't use it. I'm just I'm a I'm a Siri guy. Yeah, no, and I and I've got I've got Alexa around, uh, and I and I actually like it. Generally speaking, and not, not to not to drain that, but um, yeah, I've never really quite figured out what the like <laughs> what I need that for what the in my car use case is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, but regardless, I think the the big takeaway is new system. No, it cannot be retrofitted. <laughs> yes, yes, you could probably get widescreen CarPlay in your 2019 and 20 mini and. And, uh, you know, and CarPlay's gotten better. I think yeah. that's the big and, takeaway. Oh, and Android Auto is coming. It is. And and can I say also, I think the big push for this right now, because I, I was a little shocked that many put out a big press release and videos and everything, and it's been everywhere the, in the last week. And my attitude is that since probably 75 to 80% of new minis on the road are going to be capable of this. And that's mm-hmm. just because all the new minis are coming with, you know, either a, a small screen or the large screen. And most of them will have CarPlay compatibility. You know, most new minis mm-hmm. that you can buy now. So I think they're just trying to push, hey, um, there wasn't a big take rate. I'm, I'm, I don't think that navigation was a high percentage of minis before. Um, unless you had a clubman or a countryman. Then mm-hmm. it was it was pretty high percentage since whatever that was, 2015, 2016. Yeah. When they started because the clubman and the countryman were were already one generation ahead of the hardtop in the uh, integration and the operating system in the cars. And mm-hmm. now everything's kind of caught up to the same level. Like we've finally gotten there now, three years later. Yeah, and to me, it's always it's always been about the screen, you know, just the wider screen, the bigger screen, and 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 now that the experience is starting to kind of pay that off, it it really it really makes sense, and and you know, if you can afford the you know the expenditure, which in my mind, if you're buying a brand new car and, and you're financing it, um, <laughs> I would urge you to go for it. But. Well, and because I think at the minimum on on a signature package mini uh it's another thousand dollars you can add navigation and carplay mm. it's kind of mm-hmm. married together now chances are if the if you're buying a car off the lot the dealer i hope has the smarts enough to have already included that for you because mm-hmm. I, I think it's important i think you know most people now you want to be able to get in your car i love getting into my car and the music just starts and it's playing mm-hmm. where i left off i can use that to you know use my apple music music or your library whichever one you want it's just so integrated and you don't even think about it anymore i don't even have Mm -hmm. to get my phone out of my pocket and it works it just works right right yeah i totally agree um so yeah that's our show i mean this is this is uh this is the this is the infotainment episode of the motoring file mini podcast um what's next i don't know todd i guess we'll find out i don't know there's there's a lot we've you know we've been kind of sitting on our our tongues if you will for a year i mean it was a pandemic year. what what can we say and now we're kind of exiting that i think most of us here the old white roof radio guys i think are vaccinated by this point um yeah i think three three fourths of us anyway (laughs) so i'm 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 getting my final in two days so yeah me i get mine on tuesday so i'm a couple days behind you my my second vaccine comes tuesday and it kind of changes your mental mindset on Mm -hmm. on how you go about the world now gabe i know you you actually had covid last year Mm -hmm. so you're gonna be yeah yeah so i i think it's just kind of a new mental freedom if you will and i feel like talking about minis again yeah, I hear you. And I, I'm kind of the same way. I, I um, you know, and I've kind of had this weird alternative experience because I did get it so early. And, and I know, you know, there's there's still there's still a chance that you could potentially, you know, uh, be a carrier and have it, although it's much lower. Right. Um, I did feel I feel like 
I was, I would, I didn't dare like speak of that because I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, like right, right. you don't want to flaunt the fact that you're right. potentially not, you know, you don't, you're, you're, you're not susceptible to this terrible pandemic. Um, so I, I, I lived the same, you know, lived the same sort of scenarios everybody else did. Uh, and also COVID was a bitch, by the way. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't in the hospital and I got pretty lucky, but it still was like the worst flu I've ever had in my life. Um, but I was, I was, um, like you, you know, I was, I was really, you know, kind of laying low and, and, and trying to, to keep the bubble small and, um, you know, doing, doing the things that I, that I love to do, you know, with, with, with the kids and, and, you know, just trying to be, um, close to home. And I think now I, I do want to get out of here, right? Like I, I want to go for drives. I mean, I went for a, uh, an hour, a couple hour drive the other day and it was fantastic. It's the first one I've done in a while. So, um, I know that MTTS is not to change the subject and end on this, but I know it's postponed again, but I, I I'm looking forward to, to many events and, and many drives for sure. Yeah. As am I. And, and like I said, we're going to continue to do this in one form or another, whether we, you know, continue doing these kind of things here at motoring file, look for them. We may or may not continue continue to do something at white roof radio there's it'll come back in some way yeah it'll come back in some way you're gonna hear our voices so if you're used to us um we'll even we're even gonna have db back we're all gonna be together at some point we've just got to figure out the logistics of it all and it's well and this is yeah and this is how the the world works these days with podcasts it's like there's guests and guest shows and there's all sorts of things and it's just you know Oh, it's fun. Yeah. It's yeah, fun, so. fun, fun. But it was fun, Gabe. It was good talking to you again. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're doing well. I'm I'm doing well. Everybody's good. Family's good. Minnie's good. I've got eight more months left on my lease, and it's like, what am I going to get next? Oh, boy. There it is. There he goes. We'll be in that conversation, too. We have a subject for a new show. All right. All right. Uh, All right, Todd. As always, a pleasure. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, we'll be back soon. 